0: Are you a female gym baddie committed to leveling up in all areas through health and fitness? Hi, hello, I'm your host Anika, and this is the Fit Chit Chat Podcast. I'm an online coach, personal trainer, and serious peanut butter addict. I love helping women to break through plateaus so you can feel strong, define your curves, and create authentic fucking confidence. Together, we'll delve into all the topics that matter to you, learn how to maximize your progress in the gym, make nutrition a no-brainer, and nail results you can finally keep. You are guaranteed to leave feeling educated, entertained, and empowered to become your baddest damn self. Hi, hello, and thank you for joining me on another episode of the Fit Chit Chat podcast. I genuinely, genuinely appreciate each and every one of you for choosing to spend your precious time with me. I honestly think time and energy, to be fair, are the biggest, the biggest currency. So the fact that you're willing to spend that with me is something I am super deeply grateful for. So let's jump in. Today, podcast episode, how to unlock killer confidence in the gym. This is a massive thing that I see, regardless of how long you've been in the gym, how long you've been training for. We all go through phases of feeling maybe a little bit insecure, a little bit anxious. Are you trying out a new gym? Like This can go on for longer than it should sometimes. So we're really going to be getting into the nitty gritty about this. What we're going to do is cover off five areas that you need to have covered so that you can tap into your serious baddie energy. And you're going to leave the podcast with practical steps and some headspace hacks that you can be implementing. Straight away to make sure you're always walking into the gym killer confident each and every time. Now, this podcast actually has a workbook that goes along with it. It's going to have inside of it all of the reflection points and questions that we touch on inside of this episode. So be sure to download that. It is inside of the show notes. And then that way you can sit down and go through whether you want to listen to the podcast again or take some time after you've listened to it to go over all the points and reflect them against what you're currently doing or what you're currently not doing. And once you've done that, hopefully you are walking into the gym killer confident. So the first one that we're going to be covering is the biggest, the biggest thing stopping you from being killer confident in the gym right now. First and foremost, I need you to know exactly, exactly what you are doing when you're in the gym. Like sort your shit out. If you are serious about getting results, do not waste your own time. If you're already putting in the time and the energy and going into the gym, I need you to know exactly what you are doing when you are doing it, how you're doing it, and why you're doing it. So this can be a few things, right? Do you have a program? This is probably the biggest part of it, right? Is there something that you're actually following? Is it tailored to you? Is it tailored to your goals? Is it going to actually put you on the path to getting results? Because without this, you might as well, I don't want to say might as well, look, there's benefits to obviously training regardless, but you won't be on path to get The strength that you're chasing, the physique goals that you're chasing, and I'm not surprised that you're not feeling very confident inside of the gym. So, first and foremost, have a program. If that's not something that you feel confident in doing, which I'm not surprised, not everyone knows how to write a program, this is why coaches exist. Let them take the guesswork out of you. This is why so many of my clients come to me. It's not that they're not willing to train. It's not that they're not excited to. It's not that they don't enjoy it. It's that they don't know what to do in order to achieve their goals. Now, that makes total sense to me programming for the coaches out there that are listening, we all know that it's an art. There's lots of things to consider, exercise selection, rep ranges, intensities, sets per week, per body part, etc. Like there's a lot of things that go into consideration. Obviously the client that you're working with in particular as well. So we need to look at, you know, your experience, all of that sort of stuff. Now, if you don't have a coach and this is something that you're considering doing, absolutely, absolutely reach out to somebody that you resonate with me. If that's me, amazing. I have one-to-one spots for online coaching available. Feel free to slide into my DMs and we can absolutely have a chat about this. But find someone, find something. And if you're someone that is following an app or an online training program that you have found, this is a, a decent place to start. Like I'm, I'm not gonna knock it, Like there's, a, there's some at least structure and some sort of methodical process behind it being written. But the problem with this is it's, I like to use the analogy of like being a one way dating game. They draw you in with like the marketing and they give you what you want initially, which is the program, but they get what they want out of it. They get the money, right? And then from there, as soon as you need anything, they're not there for you. So say you have a question or something's not working or you need to change it. It could be like written as a five day program, but you only have the ability to train four times a week what do you then do? There's lots of things that need to be considered and applied to the individual. Also the exercises inside of that program might not suit you, your body, your skills and ability inside the gym, your experience, also the equipment that you have available inside the gym. That's another big point too. So as I said, apps and, and PDF programs are at least a decent place to start. But if you're honestly serious about getting goals, uh, getting goals and results and making some serious progress in terms of your strength and your physique, then getting one-to-one coaching is an absolute game changer. And I'm not just saying that as a coach, I'm saying that as somebody who is coached as well. Now, in addition to having a program written for you, There are going to be weeks where everything doesn't go to schedule, right? So we also need to consider what is our backup plan. We may have our week planned out so we know what days we're training, etc. But what happens if shit hits a fan, to put it bluntly? What are you going to do then? Is there some ways that you can make adjustments to your week? Can you swap days at your training? What is your plan B? I think it's really important to have a plan A. Obviously we want best case scenario week, but if we need to tap into plan B, do you have something in place so that you still feel like you are making progress and you are accomplishing something inside of your week? We don't want to get into this all or nothing mentality or the baby out with the bathwater situation where it's like, okay, we've missed one session. So now we feel really shit about it and we don't have a plan B. So we're actually just going to to derail our entire week. This is literally worst case scenario, right? So not only do we need to have plan A, we need to have plan B. So I can guarantee once you have your plan in place, you've got your program and it's all sorted, you know what your week's looking like, and you also have a backup plan. This is going to be a complete energy shift in the way that you feel walking into the gym. You know what you're doing, you're not second guessing yourself, you're not making it up as you go, you're not wasting your own time, and you're actually in there with a purpose. If you think about it, it's exactly like walking into the supermarket without a grocery list or going somewhere you haven't been before and not putting it into a GPS. You need to know where you're going and how you're getting there. Now, the second one is you do you, boo. Honestly, 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 I think you're going to feel your most confident when you are being authentic to yourself. And I have a saying that I use that is look good, feel good, train great. So we're talking a little bit more about the way that you show up physically and your aesthetics in the gym. Now, everyone has their own opinion on, you know, how you should dress, your hair, your makeup, whatever. But at the end of the day, do what makes you feel amazing. Do you want to wear matching shorts and sports bras? Do you want to wear shorts and an oversized like graphic vintage shirt? What is it that you want to wear? Is it trackies? Do you like wearing basic Connie's? Do you want to wear like flashy high tops? Do you want to have your hair up? Do you want to have your hair down? Do you want to wear makeup? This is totally an individual preference and there absolutely is no right or wrong. I remember a few years ago, there was this big thing where people were almost like trashing on girls for going to the gym completely glamoured up, especially first thing in the morning when it was probably clear that they'd actually literally put it on to go to the gym. And I do not give a fucking shit if somebody is wearing, you know, whatever, you could be wearing massive like hoop earrings and I probably wouldn't even bat an eyelid because I want you to stop and ask yourself. Does what I wear to the gym right now make me feel comfortable? I'm not talking about trying to make other people comfortable. I'm talking about what makes you comfortable. And ask yourself that as well. Like, are you wearing it for you or are you wearing it for someone else? Are you wearing it for the gram? Are you wearing it because that's what's in and that's what's popular? And also ask yourself, if you were fiercely confident, what would you be wearing? Because I also want you to tap into the future you as well. There is such a trend at the moment, so here for it. Thick thighs are saving lives. Wear the damn shorts, whether you have cellulite or nothing. There is no prerequisite for you wearing shorts. So, if you were fiercely confident, would you be dressing differently to the way that you are now? How do you feel when you look good as well? Because I know, I know, I know, and that's exactly what I said before. If you look good, you're feeling good, you're going to train great. I know that for myself. I know so many of my clients say this as well. So, have a think, have a little reflection. Is this something you want to change? Do you feel like it is working for you at the moment? Because if you're a comfortable queen in your skin, you're going to be a comfortable queen in the gym. Do you like that one? I just made that up before. That's pretty cool. Um, but you, you get what I'm saying here. Personally, for me, this can change depending on the day, the time, and to be fair, what I'm training, because at the end of the day, I'm there to perform really well. So I want to make sure that what I'm wearing isn't going to come in between me and my session. So this might mean that when I'm training upper body, I might wear a certain sports bra because I don't want anything fitting on my lats or my back quite tightly or my shoulders. When I'm wearing lower body, I actually don't mind wearing a t-shirt instead because again, I don't need to move my arms too much. Like I I don't feel restricted if I'm wearing a shirt on lower day, as opposed to how I would feel if I was doing it on upper day. So also have a bit of a play around with it. Shoes are super freaking important as well. Like I'm going to throw this in for some extra bonus points, but making sure that you're wearing flat shoes so that you can train confidently and your tech is going to be so much better when you have got flat shoes training lower body as opposed to upper body where you can probably get away with a little bit more of some fun on your feet. Okay. So that is it. You do you boo. That's number two. Okay. This is number three, and it's going to be a little bit of a common one, and it's probably one that you're already doing, but I want you to reframe it and actually take an intentional look at the way that this plays a part in your training. This is headphones in world off. Okay. I want you to really consider and create a headspace that gets you fired up to train like a total badass. And this can start from before you've even gotten to the gym. If you're someone that is driving to the gym, or even to be fair, if you're taking public transport or walking, whatever you're doing, do you have a music playlist that you are setting yourself up for the way that you want to feel inside of the gym? I think this can be such a big difference. Okay. This is playing into, I guess, like your arousal as well. Do you have a particular song that you listen to for certain lifts? You would be surprised how much of a difference this can make. So I want you to stop and reflect, you know, what are you currently listening to when you train? I know there are some people out there that listen to podcasts or audiobooks, whatever, but I genuinely think that they can be a little bit distracting when you're inside of the gym and you're actually really needing to focus on counting reps where your intensity at. We need to get into this headspace where we just want to push some heavy shit and progressively overload. And I think listening to spoken word can kind of downplay that music has a massive effect on our energy levels and our mood. And I want you to use that to your advantage. So what are you currently listening to when you train? And do you notice that what you're listening to affects your mood or your energy levels? Now, I want you to consider, do you need to refresh your playlist? If you're listening to stuff that is like a little bit slower, maybe a little bit love ballady, maybe a little bit of a sad song sort of playlist, this is going to bring you down. I feel like we kind of drag our feet. When we're in the gym. The other thing you can do is if you notice that you are dragging your feet in the gym, maybe you need to switch songs. Maybe you need to switch playlists. And if you are looking for some extra playlists, I'm going to do a little shameless plug here. I actually have Two playlists and a third one is coming in the link in my coaching Instagram bio. So go to my coaching Instagram, which is at underscore coach Danika. Go to my link in bio. I have two playlists there. One of them is called badass babes or something like that. I think about this, I think like Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, Lizzo, like that kind of badass woman, female energy. And then I've got another one for a little bit more of my metalhead high school emo phase queens out there, which has got like Bring Me The Horizon, A Day To Remember, Parkway Drive, um, Amity Affliction, like all of that sort of stuff in there as well. So depending on what you kind of resonate with, there's two in the link in my bio if you need a refreshment. And look, we all have those days where we're jamming out to T-swizz a little bit too hard and it's actually distracting us rather than helping our session. So On days like this, I actually just pause my headphones and I still leave them in because it at least blocks out the noise around me. I'm not distracted by people's conversations or the horrible music that every commercial gym plays. And that way I can just focus on my session and makes me feel a little bit like less awkward that people think I'm listening to them or whatever. And they just think I'm in the zone. Then I've got my headphones in and I can still be left alone without anyone talking to me. The other thing is, and I don't want to jinx anyone out there, but What's your backup plan if your headphones die? I know, I know, I know this is such a heartbreaker for a lot of us. And it's like some of us feel like we can't train without our headphones. So what is your backup plan? To be fair, I have a set of headphones that I listen to when I train. I also have a second set of headphones that I use for when I'm on the computer. Um, Hopefully I have those with me, Um, but I used to have like a corded emergency set in my bag. Now there is nothing worse than training with a cord, old school set of headphones plugged into your phone or whatever, but when worse comes to worse, you need to do it. I know that phones don't generally have them now. I'm an Android girl at the moment, so I don't know what iPhone situation is, but I can no longer plug headphones into my phone. But if you still can, have like worst case scenario corded headphones in your bag. I remember like this used to be the death of me when I'd be training and there is no rage, like getting your headphones hooked on a piece of equipment, but you know, for desperate times that called for desperate measures, we had to do what we had to do. So wrapping up number three headphones in world off. Let's be serious and intentional about the way that we listen to music and we utilize it for, you know, certain PBs in the gym. Is there a song that always gets you going pumped up and you wait for that beat drop for you to just push out those final few reps? All right. Number four, we're looking at your environment and environment honestly matters. There's the saying, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. We know that Majority of you have probably heard that before and places are just as important as the people that you're around. So goodbye toxic work environments, goodbye gyms that make you feel like shit. I want you to seek out a gym that you actually feel comfortable in. Now this can be different for everyone and sometimes it's actually the gym that you feel a little bit uneasy, a little bit outside your comfort zone because everyone in there is training their asses off. Everyone in there is leveling up their strength, their physique, they're in there to train hard. Sometimes having those people around can actually push you to do better. So maybe reconsider where you're training at the moment. I know it's probably a privileged opinion or a luxury to say, hey, if you can't train where you currently train, find somewhere else, but... For the gyms that have reciprocal memberships, meaning you can go between all of their clubs, I know there's a few franchises out there that will allow you to train at all of their clubs regardless of where they are, maybe you need to freshen up your scenery. Even if it means an extra two minutes in the car to go to a different gym, then sometimes it can actually be worth it. So I want you to consider these few questions here. It's Do I feel comfortable at my current gym? Does where I currently train hinder or help? Does training with someone else hinder or help? Does the atmosphere of my gym pump me up? What can I try and do to feel more comfortable at my current gym? And do I need some help inside of this space? Now, when I'm saying, is there anything I can do to feel more comfortable? This is looking at the times that you are training. Do you need to train, if you can, in off-peak or when it is busy? Do you need to get a trainer or a staff member or a PT's or a coach's assistance for you to feel a little bit more comfortable in the space? Are you just a little bit unsure on some of the pieces of equipment or how to do an exercise proficiently? Is this something that you can just bridge that little gap with so that you're feeling a little bit more comfortable in the space that you're in? At the end of the day, I always want someone to be setting into a gym that they feel safe and secure and excited to fucking train in. There is nothing worse than some bullshit energy or some people that are making you feel pretty crap because their behavior is a little bit unacceptable. Look, almost every gym is going to have that idiot there. But if your gym is filled with them, then maybe you need to consider just removing yourself from that situation and find somewhere that you actually really enjoy going to. I'm going to loop back to the one I said before about does training with someone else hinder or help me? Now, personally, I'm not someone that generally likes having a training partner. I prefer to train on my own, just less distractions. I can get in, get out, etc. I have trained on and off with my partner previously, but generally when we go into the gym, it's literally us just going in at the same time. And doing our own sessions. We might have a little bit of a chat between sets or something like that, but we don't actually do the same session. So, does somebody there with you actually help you and G you up? And do you need the spot? And is it motivating? And do they give you a little bit of a kick up on the bum on the days that you need it? Or does it hinder you in the fact that you are just end up chatting shit between sets? You're interrupting each other too much. Do you feel unfocused? You can't get into the right headspace. You can't zone into what you're doing. So just consider like, do you want someone else there to help with a little bit of accountability? You don't have to be doing the train, same training session, but does having someone there and knowing that you need to meet someone on X day at X time make you feel like you have a bit of a safety blanket as well? Like knowing someone inside of the gym makes you feel a little bit more comfortable, or a little bit more confident, or is it just getting in your way? All right, so moving into lucky last number five, this is going to be a little bit of a loving bitch slap from me to you, and I'm going to put this as polite as possible, but no one gives an F about you. I'm going to give you a piece of advice that actually one of my clients gave to me that someone had said to her once, and now this is like a ripple effect of piece of advice, so I'm going to share it with you. It is, who do you think you are, and why do you think you're so important that anyone else gives a shit about you? And it's funny because it's kind of true and it kind of puts you in place a little bit. We all have our own shit going on. We all have our own things to be worrying about. Why do you feel like you are so important that everyone else is consumed by you and what you're doing? Okay, now we can look at this from a few different ways. Firstly, I want you to consider, do you notice anyone else in the gym? Are you in your own little world where people around you could be doing whatever, but you don't really care because you're focused on your own stuff and your training and that's it, right? To be fair, a lot of people are probably in this camp where they don't really notice you either, especially if you're in a busier gym where there's lots of people around, you're not really going to get noticed. On the flip side of this, there are going to be some people who watch you train. There are going to be some people who who judge you, but do you really care? I honestly want you to consider whether you're willing to let the opinions or your perceived opinions of others stop you from achieving your goals. I want you to be focused on yourself and spend the time training hard, not worrying about what other people may or may not think about you. Don't compare yourself to these people. Don't think you're any less worthy of being there. Just get in and get your shit done. Even if they are judging you, be more invested in your results than you are in their opinion. And what proof do you have that people are watching you train? Even if you can tell that they are watching you and they are potentially judging you, what are your thoughts about other people in the gym? I think we sometimes can get into this headspace of worrying about everyone else watching us. But yeah, we're also watching other people. And sometimes this can come from a space of we're judging them. And you know what? We've all done it before. But we also watch other people out of admiration. So you also potentially have people watching you that are admiring you and where you're at. And maybe they're looking up to you because you're a little bit further ahead of where they are or your intensity is there or you're looking great or they love what you're wearing, whatever. At the end of the day, I want you to come back and remember why you're there. You're only there for a small period, you know, four or five times a week. Just get in, get your shit done, because at the end of the day, you're the one that's going to be proud of your effort and the results that you have, the strength that you've gained, the physique that you've got, all of these things, your health, your energy, your sleep, all of this is what you get to take away from it. And don't let other people around you inside of the gym, whether they're watching you and judging you or not, don't let them impact what you actually get from it. You're there for yourself. So make sure you are making use of this time and getting what you need. And that brings us to the end of how to unlock killer confidence inside of the gym. Just recapping on the five areas, they were sort your shit out. So making sure you have a plan and a program in place. You do you boo, which is the way that you show up physically and your aesthetics inside of the gym. Are you comfortable? Are you confident? Headphones in and using music to positively influence your energy and your mood when you're training. Number four was your environment. So that's not only where you're training, but who you're training with and how this could be subconsciously impacting the way that you train. And lucky number five, no one gives a shit about you, just having a real reality check about your intimidation inside of the gym and the people that are around you. At the end of the day, you are there for you and your results, so make sure that is your priority. Once you have these five areas locked down, I have no doubt you'll be walking into the gym, killer confident with some big B energy and on an inevitable track to achieving your goals. Now, don't forget there is the workbook inside of the show notes. Go over the reflection points and the questions that I've included. Take inventory on yourself and figure out where the gaps are right now for you. And feel free to send me a message on Instagram. I'd also love to hear which was the biggest part for you, which part you'll be implementing and working on straight away. My Instagram, my personal coaching one is at underscore coach Danika. Otherwise, you can always flick me a message on the podcast Instagram as well, which is at fitchitchat.podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss a single drop. Till next time, have an amazing week. Thanks for joining me on Fit Chit Chat. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single drop. And I seriously encourage you to slide into my DMs on Instagram by searching underscore coach Danika or fitchitchat.podcast. And let me know what part hit home for you. So until next week, bye.